All right, day 174. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. My name is John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to us to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, Song of Songs, bro. All right, Song Man. of Songs or Song of Solomon, right? Yeah. Depending on what Bible translation you're using. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that um, people have said is that one of the reasons it's called Song of Songs is because yeah. that's a Hebrew idiom and it means right. like the ultimate song, right? So right. like how Jesus is King of Kings. Yeah. This is the song of all songs. Right. And by God's <laughs> grace, man, uh, in God's kindness, we was even saying like, man, this is about love. It's yeah. about human love, bro. Uh, I love it. Yep. Yeah. So many interpretations into what this book is for, what it's about, what it means. And yeah. uh, if you want to dive into all of that, there are great resources to go and to do that. Just yeah. a reminder, um, there's so much in this book, especially when it comes to poetry, right? There's so much yeah. that you have to unpack. There's just no way to be exhaustive. So think of this time as a diving board into this, right? We want you to dive in and explore this as much as you want to later, but yeah. We're gonna do what we yeah thirty thousand foot view flyover. Yeah, I think yeah the main thing that uh, we wouldn't talk about is just like man, this is about love, right? Like it's about it's yeah. about other things as well, but mainly it's about love, how powerful it is, the transcendent like gift it is from God, right? Um, its intensity, right? Right, right, right. And so like yeah, in the beginning, fresh out the gate, <laughs> the woman who's speaking. Yeah. Is not playing, right? Like, right. you can just see, like, yo, that he would kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Your caresses are more del- delightful than wine. Your fr- like, you smell good. Right. right? Now, wonder right. women like right. you. Right, right, right. And take right. me, man, I'm trying to be with you. Right. Right. And she calls him a king. So, just all these things. And you just see this intense desire. And right. so, like, yeah, the first part, people would say, like, man, she's engaged to right. the man. Some mm-hmm. some people say the man was is Solomon. Yeah. Um, but, what we see is there's this longing and desire for the other person. And right. that's what love creates in us, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. It, and just, yeah, a little bit more context, because this is like, in some ways, it could sound like, wait a minute, I thought y'all said the Bible was about God and not us. You start yeah. off with caressing and kisses and love, and it sure does <laughs> sound like it's about us. No, look, so this book finds itself in the wisdom literature, right? So. Okay. This is an aspect where, you know, we're learning about God, but we're learning about God primarily as we're spending time observing God's world, God's creation. Proverbs is going to tell us how God's world Mm -hmm. works. Ecclesiastes is going to show us how God works within a broken world. And so here, the subject is, um, yeah, this love. And so one of the things is, yeah, the Bible is a book about God, but not every book this or not every book teaches us about God in the exact same way. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The wisdom literature is yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, this is much more an indirect way. This poem is not; it doesn't have a tight structure. What people say, and one of the things that you, God wants us to see is that this is to, to be enjoyed. Like this is mm. a poem to like take in, to enjoy. Mm. And we glean insights for sure, like right. you would a song, right? Like right, you, right, a literal right. song. Like, yo, yeah. you listen to something, like, oh, that's actually a good good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. But if you primarily just listen to it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're not I, picking it apart every no. morning you wake up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, um, yeah, reading. <laughs> uh, so it's like a romance novel or a romantic comedy, right? That there's this like picture mm-hmm. that goes on, and and I think, man, one of the reasons why, man, I I think this book is so valuable, especially right where it is. Yeah. Is that it reminds us, yo, that man, when it comes to the Bible and love and relationships and what God has made, you know, the Bible, right? God is pro love. He's not just anti fornication, hmm. right? And so much I think of Christian instruction when it comes to love is anti fornication. And they pull this total view of love and sex from the commands in scripture mm. that tell us to stay away from those things and they don't look at yo like this is more than just a message this yeah. is this yeah model this idealized picture created so that we long right for love and not just um a cheap substitute of it but that we long for this type of seems like yeah full but like pure mm. love yeah so i think another thing is so if you reading this and you look at it you see that chapter two goes up to 17 verses and then you have chapter one is uh 17 verses and basically in those two chapters you have them just going back and forth talking about how right. much they love each other how much they want to be with each other how much they even desire physical right. intimacy in the proper context of marriage right and one of the things this is trying to say especially to people who are singles it's like yo like to have that longing and desire even for the physical right part it's a good desire a good thing it's just not a not na- it's a not now <laughs> desire <laughs> right but it's still a good and godly desire and god understands that right right so it's yeah. not that you're this dirty <laughs> ungodly human being right. if you long for those days and yeah, like, no, no, no. God understands that. And he has this book here to show us that. Like they're literally, <laughs> the way they talk to about each other, man, is yeah, beautiful um, and something to be idealized. And he does say, yo, chapter two, he's like, yo, uh, that's the woman who says, young women of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and the wild does of the field. Do not stir up or awaken love until it's appropriate time. And um, what many people would say as well is that you know, there's this desire, but one of the things that the Bible is trying to tell us that um, love is very powerful. Right. And it does mean that, yeah, the, the desire for this intimacy doesn't mean we should rush or hurry right. to love, right? right? That we should yeah. just, oh, like, just get anybody we can so right. I can let my desires run right. wild. It's right. Not, right. The Bible is not saying that. Yeah. Um, it's saying that, man, like, there is an appropriate time. And when that time comes, um, it's good and beautiful, and you know, intimacy in marriage is like a fire. Sexual right. intimacy is like a fire. We talked about that. Like, you know, in in marriage, it can warm and comfort and be right. secu- uh, provide security. But outside of marriage, it can just cause havoc and destruction. Yeah, yeah, yo, and this is where this is why I love like this book and the model that it presents. Because even in telling this story in a poetic un structured way there's so much stuff that we pull from that right so when it compares love to a fire it yeah it just shows us this concept of 
man, there is beauty in love and being able to express yourself fully. But that expression is meant to come within the context of boundaries. There's freedom in boundaries. boundaries. And the boundaries that God give is not to restrict us. It's in order to let this love flow more fully and freely, right? Think of a fire. Uh, If it's cold in the crib, you have Mm -hmm. a fireplace, right? There is a place and a time for that to be lit. Nobody says, I enjoy fire. I just wish that fire was boundless and free in my house. A boundless and a free fire burns your house down. It's the same thing with an expression of the love that we feel on the inside. This boundless and free, I want to do what I want with who I want, when I, I want, that that doesn't get you this amazing vision and picture of love here. Mm. No, that's so good, man. Um, yeah, it's so much here. Uh, you know, one of the things that this thing is, this, this uh, book is trying to show us, man, is that you know, the Bible starts with Genesis 1, not Genesis 3, right? right. Like everything mm. that God created is it's good. good. And good. it's still good, right? right? Even though it's affected by human sin. So chapter 4, uh, specifically, man, he was just like, man, your teeth are great. Your lips, your neck. <laughs> Ain't missing any. <laughs> yeah, just everything. And man, like the wisdom literature, like you mentioned, bro, is rooted in creation. And you know the pinnacle of God's creation? It's not just... Uh, men and women, right? It was the family. Right, family. And yeah. that was the pinnacle of God's creation. And you see here that in the appraisal that the man and women give to one another, back and yeah. forth, yeah. shows and highlights yeah. the goodness of God's creation. So much so that they will compare their bodies to actual biblical places. <laughs> right, right, right. right they right. will compare their bodies to biblical places. And you see just God saying, like, implicitly they're saying like no 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 this comes from God yeah and we're grateful yeah of God's good gift to us in love absolutely yeah so father we thank you that you show your goodness off to us in so many ways would you forgive us for thinking that you're a God that only gives us restrictions of what not to do instead of a beautiful vision of what you intend for folks or of what you intend for things to be lord i pray that that compelling vision would be the thing that causes us to enjoy the spouses that we have lord to not exchange um uh yeah to not exchange the currency of our love for a cheap substitute in the meantime while we wait and hope for you to bring along uh somebody else for us god i pray this overarching vision of the beauty of your creation would be the thing that keeps us faithful to you so that we can enjoy fully what you have for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.